0: You are listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud, conversations about trauma and healing from two women who are doing the work. My name is Jeremiah Jones, and I'm the producer of this podcast. In today's episode, Cher discusses what it means to reclaim our creativity when we've experienced complex childhood trauma. Listen in as Cher tells of her personal experience of reclaiming her creativity and the invitation to join her in an upcoming class she is offering.
1: Hi, friends. Just Cher here today doing a solo episode. Candace and I have been talking for several weeks about staying on this theme of things that are hard but worth it. And we're kind of moving away from that today, but I guess I'm actually talking about another thing that is kind of hard but worth it. And that is reclaiming our creativity. Please don't turn this off because I think one of the things that is true is that So many people who I meet say I am not creative. And I was one of those people who really felt very, very uncreative. I felt like I could not draw a stick figure correctly. And I exiled the part of me that was and is creative. I believe that there is a direct correlation of complex childhood abuse and exiling our creativity. Obviously, there's no absolute here, but a lot of people who I talk to who have complex childhood trauma in their background really have a deep desire to be creative and struggle to actually make that happen. I think there are a few things that are really important to think about here. One is who were the voices who brought accusation, judgment, and condemnation To the part of you that is creative. And I want to keep using that term the part of you that is creative, because I believe that we are creative. It's part of our glory, it's part of our inherent goodness as human beings created in the image of God, who is the creative source. I believe that we all have beautiful and glorious abilities to be creative. And yet something has happened that has caused us to feel ashamed of that part of us, that we don't measure up, that we can't do it well enough. Even people who are extremely artistic and very creative still even often struggle with this drive to be perfectionistic and never can come to the place where they really just sit back and find pleasure. In the things that they have created. One of the things that has been so fun for me has been this seeing my creativity reemerge as I am healing. I started painting a couple of years ago, I had never painted before, and I have been able to find so much pleasure some struggle for sure. Many times where I felt like I can't do it. I don't know what to do. It's not good enough. But as I have become more and more aware of the sensations in my body and painting has been so instrumental in helping me to identify this. When I sit down to paint, I take a moment. I take a breath. I really tune into what am I feeling in my body, and so often there is some anxiety there. And when I pause, and when I bring care, and when I bring soothing, and when I remember and even tell myself that I am safe, that anxiety really goes down. And this is part of my work of creating the new NeuroPathways. And as I do that, I am finding that I am experiencing more and more joy when I paint and when I am creative. I believe that reclaiming our creativity is really important and that whether we stopped expressing our creativity because of someone else's judgment, accusation and condemnation, or whether our inner critic brought that upon our own selves, I think it's important to reclaim. And part of that reclaiming process, I believe, is taking a look at, sitting back and really think, processing out loud your stories of when were you creative? When did you step forward with some sense of joy in being creative? And someone else brought accusation, judgment, and condemnation to you in that moment. This is when we are so sensitive in the midst of our creativity. And when that kind of judgment or accusation comes, it really cuts us deep and is enough that sometimes people will be able, often people are are able to identify it was this person, this was the story, and it was a transformational moment when I shut down a part of me that that i loved a part of me that was so expressive and a place where i find so where i where i did find so much joy other times people are able to really say i think it was me i think it was the sense that nothing was good enough and that i couldn't risk putting out anything that felt important to me even though other people encouraged me in a particular gift maybe it's music or art or some kind of work with cloth clothing, gardening, whatever it may be, but where within our own selves, we felt that we would never measure up and we would not take the risk. And so we exiled that part of us. And I'm using that terminology really deliberately, that part of who I am. And several weeks ago, we talked about IFS parts, Internal Family Systems Parts. And I had a conversation on the podcast with my coach, who has helped me learn so much about the younger parts that I hold within my being. And these are very much connected with ages and particular stories of trauma, where often it was something that happened. And I responded with some kind of vows where I said, I will never allow this again, or I will only allow that. In those moments, I exiled some of my own parts, some of my own younger selves that wanted to be expressive or wanted to communicate, wanted to experience joy. And I determined, no way, not going to happen, not worth the risk. I've spent a lot of time bringing care and healing to these young places, looking at the stories where harm came and where trauma came, that whether that was a voice of judgment from someone else or whether those stories and that harm caused me to develop this inner critic within myself that became very hard and very demanding of how I would show up and and how I wouldn't show up because showing up in vulnerability felt dangerous. And so here I am many, many years later, and I am expressing my creativity in some ways where I am finding so much joy. I feel like I am reclaiming my creativity. This is part of my healing, and part of my healing is bringing this about. Something that I've been pondering for many months is developing a course where I will talk about how to learn watercolor painting the very beginning steps of watercolor painting, and how does that correlate with healing? And in particular, if you want to begin to attune to the sensations in your body, which Candace and I have talked about so many times, how important it is in our healing that we can identify the sensations in our body. I believe that through learning watercolor painting and becoming aware and tuning in, we can begin to identify the sensations in our body, as well as many other aspects of the healing journey, which I will be talking about in this course of Art and Healing, where we will explore how to paint with watercolors and how to tune into our bodies and the places that we have exiled so that we can begin to find more and more joy, more and more freedom, and the ability To reclaim these parts of ourselves that are so important, these parts of our glory that were shut down, that when we can come back and when we can reclaim them and when we can connect and embrace them, we can express ourselves in ways that feel beautiful. If you're interested in this, stay tuned within the next few weeks, I'll be sharing more about the process and how you'll be able to purchase at a very, very low cost this course that I will be developing on beginning watercolor painting and our healing journey. Let us know if you want more information. Otherwise, watch for us on social media. And of course, we'll be talking about it here also about how you'll be able to get a hold of that and begin to explore your creativity and your healing journey. Great to be with you. And as always, Candace and I. I'll say it again. We've said it several times recently, but we love this work. We love connecting. We love hearing back from you about the ways that the podcast is making a difference in your lives. I've talked to a few people recently who have shared with me that they've listened to many of our episodes and that it matters. It matters in their life and in their journey. And they're beginning to think about so many things differently. That brings me so much joy. I love you, I bless you, and I hope that you continue to walk this journey that brings joy and life and love and healing.
0: Thank you for listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to suggested resources and social media. Like, subscribe, and follow to keep up with our weekly content. And if you don't mind, take a moment to rate and review us. Your feedback is extremely valuable and contributes to the success of this podcast. One last thing, if you have found this podcast helpful in any way, or if you have questions on how to take the next steps on your healing journey, please reach out to us via email at CandaceShare at gmail.com. That's K-A-N-D-A-C-E-S-H-E-R at gmail.com. Music was created by Caleb Paxton, and our sound engineer is Jeremiah Jones of Audit Story, LLC. We welcome you to join us for more conversations soon. Take care.